Hello, this is Paul Cannon with Meet Houston Missions and the Simmons and Fletcher Local Missions Podcast. Uh, I'm your host. I am the managing partner at Simmons and Fletcher PC. Uh, this podcast is about learning about local missions and local mission learning from the local missions leaders as to how you can get involved and what you can do. Uh, and it's to give people who want to get out there and serve an opportunity to get involved. So if you're that type of organization, give us a call. Uh, 713-932-0777 or, or go online, find the Simmons and Fletcher website, and drop us an email. We'd love to have you as a guest. Today, I'm very excited. We have a special guest, Dr. Dawid Peters, uh, who is the president of KD Cares. Uh, the website is katycares.org. Would you please uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about KD Cares? Thank you, Paul. I, we are very much appreciative for uh, your, your organization's uh, willingness to give us exposure uh, and to make uh, the community aware of what we do. Recently, I attended a, a get-together of nonprofits in Port Bend County. And, uh, you know, when you, when you drive down there, you uh, think about organizations that you, had, that you have contact with, and you can you recall 15, 14, 13, 20, whatever. When I got there, that hall was full, and I counted about 40 or 50 nonprofits. And I said to myself, wow. I am working in this space. I'm operating in this space where we try to improve and impact our community. And 40%, 50, 60% of those organizations I've never heard of. So I'm saying to myself, if I don't, if I'm working in this environment and I don't know about these organizations, how will our potential clients, how will the community know about uh, what we do? So you guys are doing a, such a great job in giving us this exposure. Uh, for two reasons. There are many clients out there that can benefit from our services, and there are many people that are looking for a place where they can make a donation or a contribution or just volunteer to say, listen, I want to impact um, uh, my community. And you can do that through KD Cares. Now, KD Cares, uh, this year is its seventh year anniversary. Um, the organization was established in, in 2016 by the Fellowship Church as uh, Churches Caring for KD. But about three, four, five months down the line, they changed the name to KD Cares to make it more inclusive. And of course, the focus of our organization, our nonprofit, is single mothers, uh, single parents. They are probably the most vulnerable uh, sector of our population. Just to quote some some numbers for you, Paul, uh, in the greater KD area, they say at least 20% of all women are either divorced, uh, separated, uh, and or are caught up in a dysfunctional marriage or relationship. That's 20%. Now, you cannot imagine that. If you think how many people live in Katy or just the greater Katy area, they say it's about 440,000. Uh, if you think that or you, you calculate that there's average of five per household, you're looking at 80,000 women. If 20% of them are in that situation, that's 16,000. I can tell you now that we, and all the organizations or nonprofits collectively in the greater Katy area, we do not have the resources to help all these women. On average, uh, a, a, a woman uh, that is in an abusive relationship, abusive marriage, uh, she goes back to that partner on, on average between seven and nine times. Why? Because she does not have the backup, the support, the resources, and the skills to escape from that situation. So you're asking me? Is there hope for these women? Yes, there's hope. At KD Cares, our slogan says, where hope is at home. And I'll, later on in our conversation, I can share with you exactly 
the nature of our programs. But that's in short what KDKers do. Uh, through COVID, we expanded dramatically because suddenly everybody went on Zoom. And of course, people from as north as Cyprus, as far as Brookshire, um, uh, uh, east uh, downtown, and as far south as Rosenberg and, and Siena, uh, are they have locked on and re registered uh, to become clients of KD Cares. So although it's KD Cares, I think we should actually change the name mm -hmm. because it's far beyond the borders of KD, but that's where it started. And thank you for the opportunity again, Paul. You're welcome. You know, I find that uh, I talk to a lot of different missions about what they do and what's going on. And it's funny how many of them are like, well, you know, we started out with this name after this city, but now we've expanded and, and we're all over the Houston area. And and there's so many different cities just around the Houston area that suddenly it's like you know, we've limited ourselves with our name because <laughs> there's 30 different places we actually serve, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, well, it's like a brand name. If you if you are if you come from Mars and I say to you I'm going to have something at at McDonald's, McDonald's the name doesn't say anything about food or 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 dining whatever it's just a name but that brand name has become synonymous with 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 uh, let's say I'll not say junk food because they're going to say I insult it but you understand what I'm saying so so KDK is already established like a name uh, that people know what we do and of course if you change it. Uh, you'll have to go through an extensive exercise of not rebranding, but make sure everybody knows that you're still around uh, and uh, the, the organization has just grown and expanded. And of course, uh, it's, it's two reasons. It's the number of clients and of course, the buy-in from the community. The more people see what we do, the more exposure we get, uh, the more credibility uh, uh, we build, the more people will spontaneously get involved. And the more people are, uh, that are involved, the more people we can impact. Well, along that subject matter, um, tell us a little bit about what Katie Cares does as an organization to help the, the ladies that are the single moms out there. Sure. Let me, let me um, read our mission to you because I want to make sure I give an accurate um, account of, 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 of the mission itself. It says to equip single parent families with the necessary social, emotional and parenting skills. Uh, that can enable them to become emotionally resilient, socially independent, and competent to engage meaningfully with society. That's our mission. And how do we do that? How do we uh, fulfill our mission? We have, um, I would say, various services, but to sum it up, we provide trauma-informed, therapeutic, four-pillars, mentoring, uh, ca um, counseling, coaching, and training. So it's four pillars, mentoring, coaching, counseling, and training programs uh, for these single parents and of course with essential support services now our flagship program is our parenting program uh, and that's called ready set go now the program runs can run from anything from a year to two years now, why, now people say why are these programs so long let me say this if you were exposed to trauma and abuse and neglect over years you're not going to get healed overnight one prayer, one counseling session, one group session, one intervention is not going to heal you. It will impact you and it will contribute to change. But we believe on an, on an ongoing intervention over a period of time. So we provide these group sessions and individual therapy sessions for single parents. So they enroll in a group. Once they enroll in a group, they also qualify for individual counseling and therapeutic sessions. 
Once they show sufficient progress or a willingness to change, they also qualify for our pantry, uh, for um, furniture and other uh, essential services and goods. Because what we say is, we will support you with all those other things as a result of your willingness and progress, because the program is not suited for somebody who's looking for a handout or somebody who wants to use the system to get to the next month and the next month. Now, there are organizations who fulfill a critical role in providing food hampers and other support services. We do that as well, but that's not our core service. That's not our core uh, uh, focus area. We want those mothers to be empowered, to be enabled, to be healed, so that they, as a, as a single mother, a single parent, a single family, can manage themselves effectively so that they can escape and don't go back to the cycle where they come from. So. It's challenging. It challenges you to think different, to act different, to respond different, to behave different. And so you go through different modules until you finish and complete. We don't move on, or the therapeutic team don't move on from module one to two or two to three, or from one module to the other module, if they feel that they're not comfortable with the progress that a mother has made. Then the group will wait until she has mastered the skills and all the requirements of that specific module until she's ready to move over to the next one. So what we're saying is we don't leave anybody behind because once you finish the program, we will seldom have recurring clients. And that's our objective. We don't want recurring clients to come back again and again and again and again. That means we haven't done our job properly. Uh, we want you to be enabled, be empowered, to be skilled, to live life meaningfully. Okay. Um, and so you indicated you'll have programs and things going on. Now, I, I saw you'll have an address uh, of 6725 South Fry Road, uh, Suite 700-507, uh, which is there in Katy. Now, is that a uh, is that the location where you have all these courses and things at, or are there other locations? Uh, let's say, no, Paul, that address is just where we receive our mail. And a, a, any administrative, uh, inform, uh, let's say, documentation. There's nobody at that address. Oh, why? Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, let me share with you why. People say, why? Why don't I see your actual address on the website? You have many dis disgruntled ex-husbands and boyfriends. We do not want them to know where, we, where these women get their treatment and their, their, their counseling. We don't want them to walk in there and shoot up everybody or cause problems. So where these mothers... These single parents, where they are enrolled, where they get their therapy uh, or their counseling, we don't make the address available uh, for the public. Now, we have different locations. We have an office um, where we have a, uh, rooms where we do the counseling or the group sessions from time to time. But uh, uh, therapy and group sessions also take place on Zoom. It takes place at community centers, um, other nonprofits. Uh, we do several um, we have several other nonprofits that use our program where we present our program, so we do it on their premises. We have churches where small groups, uh, some of these mothers are in small groups, then we meet at the premises uh, on the premises of the church. So, yes, um, that is our address, but that's an, an administrative address, and you won't find any people there uh, for, for obvious reasons. But we, we, we present the we pre what we're trying to do, Paul, is to make this program accessible uh, to these mothers. They don't have the resources to drive miles. So we either take the program to the closest where, where, where she is or where they are, where they gather, where they're safe and where they're comfortable. Or we do that on Zoom as well. Many of the group sessions take place on Zoom. 
Uh, it's easier for those mothers because it's after hours. And of course, they work and they've got to cook. And they don't always have childcare. Uh, so uh, many of the Zoom sessions, are, I would say 80% of the group sessions are on Zoom, but the individual sessions are all uh, uh, in person. Mm -hmm. So it's and a we try. It's a practical solution to help these mothers um, to meet them uh, where they are uh, in their circumstances. Fair enough, and also maintain that security of uh, private yeah. locations and undisclosed yeah. uh, locations. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, so tell me a little bit about uh, how many women do you guys uh, does your organization help? Uh, I, I'd say on any given year, or whatever time frame you're comfortable in estimating yeah. it on. Let's say this year. Now we have mothers that are enrolled in the full nine module parenting program. Then there are several of them who only. Um, um, uh, participate in workshops which deal with a shorter version of a module and then there are mothers that get individual sessions um, uh, in, 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 in counseling and then we have a short workshop so if you take so we have four different models uh, depending on your needs and your circumstances because sometimes a mother she cannot attend the full nine module program over a period of two years so in total, Paul, we're probably between 78 and 82 uh, single mothers that are currently enrolled in our program. Uh, we probably can take another 22 mothers, but then we're full to capacity because you must bear in mind that you only have in the evenings and uh, uh, during the week. And of course, Saturday afternoons and evenings and Sunday afternoon and evenings. You can't really work with group sessions with these mothers during the day because they all work. Uh, so our, our counselors and our therapeutic team they have little time off in the evenings because they work with these mothers. Uh, and to accommodate more, we sometimes alter, alternate. We have a group uh, every second week and not every week anymore because otherwise, you know, we limit our our, our availability to these uh, mothers. So, and of for course, the mother counseling, counseling is free. Everything is free. Oh. You don't pay one cent to enroll uh, for our group uh, programs and individual counseling. And last year, Paul, the value, if you just calculate $50 an hour for, for therapy and counseling. Uh, it was worth what we've rented over $150,000 in counseling to these mothers and, and group sessions. Wow. Well, you read my mind. That was actually going to be my next question. And that's wonderful to hear. This is a service you provide for these ladies. Well, I'm sure it's not a free cost for uh, for you guys. So uh, as a organization, I'm sure you all apply for grants and things like that. But how else do you support yourself as an organization? Um, I, you're right. Number one is grants. There are many great organizations uh, in Fort Bend and Harris, especially Fort Bend County, that support organizations uh, like ourselves. Uh, churches, we work with several churches uh, that support us because they know what we do. And many of their own members of the, of, of the church uh, are enrolled in our, uh, our programs. So churches and then, of course, businesses. There are several businesses that uh, they become monthly donors. We have uh, one of our most consistent donors the past two years is an organization by the name of Seatum Sal Keller Williams. They're very, uh, people are familiar with them, but beginning of last year, they made a commitment and they said, we're going to donate $100 for every house we close. Uh, and uh, wow. so if we close seven houses, you get 700. If we close two, 23 houses, you get uh, you get $2,300. They've, they've been doing that uh, since January of last year, and they will do that until the end of this year. Those are the kind of of, of uh, generosity that keeps us going. And then we've got individual donors. We have fundraising events. Uh, we have, uh, uh, of course, your gala, you have golf days. 
you have donation drives. So we try several things uh, to generate some income or revenue. But, you know, uh, Katie is called the city of churches, but I can say it's also called the city of nonprofits. There are more churches and nonprofits per square mile in Katy, Texas than anywhere else in the United States. And for that matter, anywhere else in the world. So everybody, everybody, all the organizations here are, are, are looking for sponsors and donors. So you tap into the same resources. And, you know, this is a very generous community, but it's also a community that has very, a lot of challenges. Uh, and uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's the challenge is to, uh, and, and then when you work in an, a county, if an organization has its head office in another county, they probably, they, you won't get help from them although you do good work. So it's horses for courses. And I'm going to bet you guys, uh, in addition to obviously having employees that uh, work and run the, the organization, you have to take on a lot of help from volunteers. What kind of volunteers do you guys look for uh, when you're out there looking for help? Because it's a very, I would say, uh, specialized service that we render in terms of counseling and coaching. Uh, volunteer uh, is is limited to uh, when we do uh, donation drives, that our, our volunteers help us. Once a year, we have a, uh, a, a um, an event where we get churches to um, mobilize their small groups to help with uh, general handyman work uh, in the homes of these mothers uh, once a year. So they make a list of what they need and what's broken, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be restored and re well, not no, remodeled, but what can be done in a day or two. Uh, and then, of course, at our fun, you know, fundraising events, we have our volunteers working there. So it, it, it's a, it's a, it's not an easy uh, non-profit to have volunteers that are involved on a day-to-day -day basis. But yes, we have we have a list of volunteers, and without them, uh, we cannot um, uh, do what we do. Uh, in in our uh, on our website, you'll see there are different uh, initiatives where volunteers get can get involved with. Uh, it's like like cooking and transportation and fixing cars uh, and um, helping with uh, financial advice. Uh, uh, if I count correctly, uh, Paul, uh, I'm looking at my impact report, uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 4. There are 14 different categories where volunteers can get involved and in helping these mothers in some way. It's more sophisticated as the general volunteer, uh, but uh, there, are, there are still several opportunities and they can register on the website. And we'll reach out to them. Okay. And obviously with the fundraisers you mentioned, the gala, the, the golf tournaments, there are opportunities for individuals as well as corporations to get involved from a sponsorship and or participant aspect of either forming golf teams or sponsoring golf holes and those types of events, correct? Yes, correct. And they can also, beyond that, they can sponsor a mom to get therapy for a year. Uh, for Let's say uh, you can uh, sponsor her to get 25 uh, sessions or 20 sessions. Now, if we had to charge the mom just at $50 an hour, 20 sessions, and that's unlimited. Uh, if it's an hour, two or three hours, sometimes uh, three hours with a mom, $1,000, you can sponsor 20 sessions, not 20 hours, 20 sessions. And some of those sessions, as I said, are, are two to three hours. So there are opportunities where, um, uh, where donors can sponsor specific families or specific children. Uh, we also have a program for children. It's called um, 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 Safari Adventures. And that is for the, I would say, the uh, elementary and middle schoolers. And then we have for the teenagers, Grow Through Life. You can also sponsor a teenager uh, to do five 
sessions or seven or eight sessions, you know, often you think, or not you think, you forget that it's not just the mom that was exposed to the bad circumstances, the abuse, the neglect, uh, uh, and um, the violence or whatever. The children are in the same boat. So we've developed programs parallel with the parenting program so that we can help the children to get on the same page as mom because mom is now going to act different. Mom is not going to badmouth daddy anymore. Mom is not going to respond to daddy's insults anymore uh, in the same way. Uh, so, so you want the kids and the teenagers, and sometimes the teenagers are, are the biggest challenge, to be on the same page as their mother to understand why mom is behaving differently and to help them to understand that and to also change their own behavior and their responses to their trauma that they've experienced. Okay. Um, and so if people are looking to find out more information about how they can get involved, how they can volunteer, uh, or how they can become a sponsor or donor, uh, all that can be found on katiecares.org, correct? Yes, we have different uh, buttons and sections. You can register as a volunteer, or if you want, you know, there might be a mom that would listen to us and say, listen, I want to enroll. There's a, a section uh, about our program where you can register uh, to be enrolled in the programs. And then on the last page of the uh, the, co with the contact details page of the of our website, there's also a link where you can make a donation via your credit card or your PayPal. It's a secure uh, portal where people can make a donation, a once-off donation, or make it a monthly donation. And of course, or they can just cut us a check and send it to the address that you mentioned. The address is also uh, on the website. Or they can email me, president, easy to remember, president at kdcares.org. And I guarantee you our commitment is that we answer every single email within 24 hours. And sometimes 90% of all the emails are answered or, or calls we get same day. That's a guarantee. And we've, we're proud of our, very proud of our record of, of uh, how uh, prompt we respond uh, to any inquiries or emails or phone calls. Okay. Well, I notice on the website that uh, you guys list that you guys are a, a recognized charitable organization. Um, and that's, you know, always important to people to know. But how long have you guys been in operation uh, as Katie Cares? Se seven years. Uh, we the, the organization was formed in 2016. So this is our seventh year. And we survived COVID. <laughs> and that's a challenge for a lot of people, charities oh. and individuals alike. Uh, it probably increased your your need for service, for, or excuse me, probably increased people's need for your services uh, going through COVID and what it did, stress it did on relationships. In the, yeah, in the United States, they say, as far as I know, more than 20%, that's now countrywide, of nonprofits closed down during COVID. They could not survive mm -hmm. it. Because your donors, your supporters, struggled financially themselves so they had to look at they had to take care of their own businesses and their own uh, families uh, you know before they would even think of donating to a nonprofit. fair enough fair enough um so tell me is there are there any future visions or goals that y'all have for uh for the organization at this time uh paul if we of course can raise more money and we can appoint and train more uh and i don't want to say counselors because our, our the our therapeutic team they're not just counselors they coaches, they they trainers, they facilitators. Uh, they do more than just counseling, and it's a specialized, um, I would say, uh, career. If we can get more money, we can appoint more of them, in them, and we can impact more lives. Uh, on our um, 
impact report on our website, we've impacted over 900 people last year. So we don't just impact the mothers, we impact the children uh, uh, and families uh, uh, collectively. So yes, what do we want to do? I would say we want to uh, uh, impact more lives. To do that, we need more money. And if you have that money, you can appoint more people. You can um, uh, uh, expand your, uh, your, your, your footprint. And of course, then you would have to look at the name change. Um, you know, you would um, think of a name, keep the word cares in there, or maybe bring in the word hope in there. And then you would say incorporating KD Cares for, for a substantial period of time so people can see KD Cares is still around, but there's now a bigger organization taking care of people beyond, beyond KD Cares. Then uh, something else that we are looking at, Paul, is the, the quality of our parenting program. We won three awards this year. Our first Wonderful. award was, um, was by uh, Network in Action who, uh, who awarded us the uh, medium-sized nonprofit of the year for, 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 for the greater KD area. The second award we won was from Acquisition International, who analyzes nonprofits in the same way they do for businesses. And they've uh, awarded us the nonprofit of the year specifically for our parenting program as the best parenting program in the greater Houston area. And two weeks ago, we won an award from the Lynx organization as a community advocate. So the, the quality of our parenting program is actually uh, uh, as good as a employee wellness program. So the next step for us would be to introduce this program to employers. Now, if you look at the greater KD area, there are hundreds or dozens of these massive warehouses uh, and, and companies where they employ 100 to 200 to 300 people and 80% of them are women. We would want to go to those organizations and say, we can help you to improve your employee wellness, especially the wellness of your single parents and introduce this as a wellness program and of course they donate or pay us to present it. and then thirdly we want to uh, introduce our program as a curriculum to several universities because several many of the nonprofits and the and the um, social workers that we come across say that the 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 section of parenting uh in our in our school where we had our where they had college and maintain uh, managed to get a degree in social work they they all say that if they look at our program, what what they've learned in college is not even 10% of what we present. And this can easily be introduced as curriculum, um, uh, as part of a social work degree uh, that they can specialize in parenting. Uh, and that's that's something else that, that, that we will consider uh, for the future. So uh, going beyond a nonprofit um, uh, to those levels, uh, God willing, of course. Wow. Well, Dr. Peters, thank you so much for being on and telling us about all this stuff. Um, before I let you go, is there anything else about uh, Katie Cares that uh, we haven't covered that you would think uh, is important for people to hear in, in, in order to get the word out? Uh, Paul, um, there are one scripture, one verse in scripture that is my favorite scripture, and I install that in my children's lives uh, since they could understand. It's in Corinthians where Paul writes, God loves a cheerful giver. And I've seen how my children develop compassion and how they give cheerfully and help without making an excuse, without moaning and groaning. And I don't want to do that. Uh, if we can raise a future generation, if we can sensitize more people in our community that God loves a cheerful giver and what it really means, God, in the Bible, it doesn't say God loves a person who, who, who teaches or preaches or God loves a person 
who knows the Bible and can recite the chapters by chapters, or God loves it. It says God loves. The only place in the Bible where it qualifies what God loves, he loves a cheerful giver. Giving cheerfully. If we can get people to give cheerfully and um, and not and put other people's, those that are struggling, uh, their interest above our own, we will be blessed beyond what we can expect. So I want to encourage uh, the viewers uh, to become cheerful givers. And those who are already cheerfully giving, I know that God loves you dearly. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Peterson, um, for being on and for telling us about Katie Cares. Uh, it definitely sounds like a, a organization that's really got the heart of of service to young uh, young and single moms, uh, just to help them out and get them back on their feet after they've been through some uh, very, very touchy and, and sad relationships. Um, I know looking at statistics, it says there's something like 70% of marriages are destined to fail uh, yeah, in this correct. day and age, which means there's a lot of them out there that just, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are going to need support and need uh, love. And I'm glad to hear your organizations out there doing that. Um, Thank you for what you guys are doing. Now you get, you're giving us an opportunity to get the word out there and we'll continue to do what God has called us to do. And blessings to your company, Paul. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I will definitely take all the all the prayers that uh, we can get in this day and age. It is a, is a tough time. Well, thank, thank you. you so uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in. Um, again, this is Meet Houston Missions and the Simmons and Fletcher Local Missions Podcast. Uh, if you have an organization that is basically out there being the hands and feet of Christ and serving other people, uh, whether it's a religious-based organi organization or not, is not our concern. Our concern is, do you care about the people around you in the Houston and Katy areas? And if so, and you're out there serving them, we want to hear from you. We want to have you on as a guest, uh, just like Dr. Peterson here, and, uh, and learn about organizations like yours. So if you can, reach out. My email is pcannon at simmonsandfletcher.com, or you can call us, 713-932-0777. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being on, Dr. Peterson. Thank you, Paul.